Listen, if you've uh, been building a deck, doing a home reno, I don't have to tell you how costly it can be and has been as of late. Price of lumber, it's been staggering, but there are signs that there are there's some relief in sight. And joining us now for more on that story is Ryan Craig, who is with Hickory Dickory Decks. He joins us now here on 640 Toronto. Ryan, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Yeah, I'm well, thanks. Appreciate your time. Uh, are you starting to see a bit of an easing uh, when it comes to lumber prices there? Uh, currently, uh, we are seeing some trends in the marketplace that look like it's going to be advantageous for the future. But as of right now, we haven't really seen too much relief in the, in the marketplace, in the retail marketplace. Um, you know, the pandemic really caused a little bit of a perfect storm there with the, the mills kind of shutting down or lowering capacity last year. Um, and then they've just been constantly trying to play catch up, the, you know, since that point. So um, it's really kind of driven up demand with uh, homeowners getting out there looking to do renovations both inside and outside the house. Um, obviously, with the mills kind of slowing down capacity, um, the supply in the market has kind of uh, gone away. And uh, basically what that's done is increased pricing. Um, so now with kind of the stay-at-home orders and the restrictions lifting, uh, we do believe that demand will start to slow a little bit. Um, distributors and mills can start to produce a little bit more, and hopefully we can start to see that supply increase in the retail market. Yeah. How tough has it been uh, for you to, to find supply, to find a wood, to find lumber, to build people decks? Yeah, so, I mean, we, we've done a pretty good job here just, uh, you know, regulating um, uh, our sales here, but um, it definitely has been a little bit of a challenging year, um, you know, with back orders in the system, uh, price increases happening, you know, basically on a monthly basis. Um, it's definitely been hard to keep up with, but we are trying to manage it as best as we can. Uh, I know that there's been a lot of people in the retail marketplace that have looked to push jobs off for this calendar year in hopes that, you know, lumber prices come down and supply uh, comes back up. Yeah, we've also seen and heard uh, reports of uh, suppliers and others uh, kind of hoarding wood, hoarding lumber, and they're now starting to sell that off. And that has got uh, a lot of insiders, a lot of people believing that this so-called lumber bubble has a burst or is about to burst. Yeah, I think what that has to do with, I think a lot of people were worried about the the supply in the market this year. And um, probably, uh, much like retail customers, uh, distributors and retailers were probably purchasing a lot more product than they have in the past. Um, and now they're probably sitting on quite a bit of inventory as well, too. So we should start to see in Q3 um, that um, that demand from, from retail to start to slow down a little bit. And again, that uh, that supply in the market to kind of come back into somewhat of a, of a, a normal pre-pandemic level. So is it your belief that this is a bit of a, a short-term phenomenon, that this is all kind of going to even out now? And do you think that we might see lumber return to even pre-pandemic uh, prices? I don't know if we'll see um, lumber prices return to pre-pandemic pricing, but I do think that there will be a leveling out. I think that You know, with, uh, like I was saying before, with the restrictions getting lifted, people being able to get out of their homes now, um, I think that there definitely will be um, a little bit of a price drop, uh, but I don't think that we'll probably see that till the fall. Um, Once the uh, lumber mills and that can start to stockpile a little bit more lumber and provide the marketplace with a steady dose of lumber, I think that's when we'll start to see those current levels come down a little bit. But I don't think that we're going to get to kind of the pre-pandemic prices that we had before. Yeah, Ryan, was there a certain type of wood that was harder to get uh, over and above any other? 
Yeah, so what we were finding really difficult this year was a lot of the things that you see, um, you know, do-it-yourselfers or homeowners purchase or kind of your general contractors. So a lot of, you know, six-by-six and four-by-fours for fencing. Um, Fence boards were really difficult to to get a hold of, um, and as well as two-by-fours. So, you know, you kind of think about those items where homeowners are going into big box stores and buying it themselves. And those are probably a lot of the skews where we were um, kind of fighting throughout the last uh, 12 to 16 months to make sure that we had stock. Yeah. And is there a type of wood uh, that was harder to uh, to get to attain? And is there a type of wood that's better than another when it comes to building a deck? Yeah. So I would say, you know, what we have to keep in mind here is that we're looking at white wood. So spruce pine and fir, which is basically used for interior applications. Um, And now when we talk about pressure treated material, which is used for, you know, your common deck surface, um, that is basically a treated white wood. So the the way that the housing market has kind of um, increased so steadily has also kind of been part of that perfect storm there. So the interior lumber that's being used for houses is also kind of um, what's used uh, outdoors after it's treated. Um, So it's definitely been a little bit of a challenge now. Uh, We at Hickory Dickory Decks, uh, we specialize in low maintenance decking. So a lot of the products that we're putting down are composites or PVC materials. And again, um, even what we're seeing in that part of the building industry is that we're seeing quite a few back orders and a huge increase in, in demand for that as well. I know we were talking about that uh, last summer when uh, lumber really started to uh, spike. And in some cases, it was just as cheap, if not cheaper, to put composite decking uh, down. In the long run, is that, uh, and just asking for homeowners who might be listening in here and are trying to make a decision, composite it generally needs less maintenance through the years. So in the long run, is it really kind of the, the cheaper or better option, do you think? Yeah, with the way that that lumber prices are going right now, especially, you know, if you're not building with pressure treated, you're probably building your deck with cedar. And what we're seeing at big box stores in the retail marketplace is cedar pricing up, uh, you know, at all time highs at about 450 a linear foot for, for two by six. Um, and you have composites that start at about $4. Um, so in the long run, you know, you could be saving yourself a lot of time, a lot of maintenance. And, you know, currently you're saving yourself a little bit of money on the surface of the deck as well. Yeah, and finally, uh, there at Hickory Dickory Decks, have you guys ever seen like a 12 months uh, like you've experienced when it comes to this explosion in uh, home renos in the uh, demand? We have not. So we, I, I've been in my position here dealing with uh, uh, Hickory Dickory Decks and our lumber supply for the last uh, close to 15 seasons now. And I have never seen anything quite like this. Um, you know, we go through a season and in, in terms of pressure treated where we're really seeing, you know, the large increases, um, we'll probably on a regular season maybe see two or three increases. Um, and right now uh, we are probably pumping out probably two price lists every month, um, if not a little bit more. So there's there's constant changes in the marketplace. And um, again, being kind of your... Um, everyday deck builder there you want to make sure that you're keeping an eye on that and if you have any projects that you're building in the future um, you know making sure that you're securing that lumber at current pricing because um, throughout the last 12 to 16 months we've we've constantly seen pricing increase all right ryan i appreciate the time with us this afternoon and your expertise thanks so much for joining us yeah thank you very much jeff i appreciate the time here too as well all right be well that is uh, ryan craig who is the manager of the deck yard for hickory dickory decks on uh, news today that uh, apparently that lumber bubble, the price of uh, lumber, which has uh, just gone through the roof, has skyrocketed. Well, that bubble may indeed have burst.
Okay, maybe, uh, you know, this weekend, of course, is Father's Day, and maybe dads are thinking about spending it on their deck. Eric McCormick is a proud Canadian. He, of course, is the longtime co-star of Will and Grace, and he is also, once again, the spokesperson for prostate cancer and the Plaid for Dad campaign. And Eric joined myself and Carolyn earlier this morning on the morning show to talk about this year's campaign. And we started just by asking, uh, Eric, what's he been up to in Vancouver? How's he doing? It's so good to see you guys. I, I don't know if you know this. We spent five months of, of the uh, winter in our home in Vancouver. So it was you guys every morning. Oh, Your family. likewise. We feel the same. Thank you so much uh, for that. And that's uh, that's very meaningful. Appreciate it. And uh, tell us, uh, speaking of meaningful, tell us about the sixth. This is the sixth year. You've been the ambassador for Plaid for Dad. And of course, Eric, we know this is something very personal for you. Tell us a bit about uh, your dad, Keith, if you could. Yeah, thank you for saying his name. That's that's weird to hear that on television. Yeah, my dad, I lost my dad to prostate cancer 13 years ago. It was his second battle with it. And um, and my mom to, to cancer as well. So cancer is uh, cancer is not my friend. Uh, always happy to fight it. And um, this particular time of year, uh, the Canadian Cancer Society, we do something called Plaid for Dad. As you can see, I'm I'm ahead of you. This plaid for dad is actually this Friday. Uh, and it's a day when we want everyone in Canada to put on some plaid, take some pictures of themselves, post it on social media, hashtag plaid for dad, and spread the word. We want to we want to raise more awareness and of course more research money. It's it's the number one uh most diagnosed cancer in men in Canada. It's the number three leading cause of death. One in nine men will will have prostate cancer in their lifetime. So it's it's something that it's hard to keep it in the limelight sometimes with so many other things going on. But it's uh, it's what I do for my dad every day. And it is no one's friend, I think, sadly. Cancer has touched us all. Now, you have said before that cancer loves when we are distracted. So this year, there's renewed importance due to the pandemic and missed checkups. So what... Tell, tell everyone what you want, the word you want to get out. Well, I mean, the thing that I have to sort of remind people every year is that it's, it's incredibly diagnosable. We can catch this particular cancer very easily and very early. Men just got to go to the doctor. You got to go and you got to do that thing that we're not going to talk about on morning television, but that's what has to happen. Uh, and you can, we, we can save so many lives and, uh, and deprive so many families of the of the pain of, of losing someone to this. So, get out there, get um, get a checkup, and uh, and on Friday, just spread the word across the country that we're all aware of it. We're all talking about it. All you got to do is wear a shirt like this, socks, a plaid tie, perhaps. Jeff wouldn't kill you. <laughs> done that or uh, a pocket square all right got it covered okay there is a eric mccormick always great catching up with him joining us earlier on the morning show and just a reminder to wear your plaid again this friday take a picture post it on social media and use the hashtag plaid for dad